then what happens? So all this existence are sort of dependent. So we created the basically the biggest problem what we have is ignorance. Definitely, no question. Ignorance. Ignorance is our biggest negative source. All our problems, whether it is emotional or whatever it is, depends even our true sicknesses, even the accidents, all these negative things happening to us, is the source is nothing but that of coming from ignorance. So that's what happens. So what Buddha said here in this sutra, sutra called Solunjangbando, I don't know, it's just, this, the name is very sweet in Tibetan. Solunjangbando, it is sort of a green field sutra. <laughs> so he said he's referring to his disciples. Those who have seen the dependent rising has seen the Dharma. Those who have seen the Dharma, they have seen the Buddha. That's, that's what the Sudra Sudrasa normally goes in that manner. Seen the Dharma. Those who have seen the Dharma seen the Buddha, that's what he said. So then the question arises, what is that dependent rising is? So then Buddha goes on and Because you have this, you got that. Because you have grown this, that is grown. That's how the Sutra works. What does that mean? There are 12 links. I mean, actually, this is what it is. They're talking about 12 links. Because of karma, there's a conscious. Because of a conscious, there's a name and a form. Because there's a name and a form, there's a feeling. Because there's a feeling, they can uh, experience. Because there's an experience, you can have attachment. Because there's an attachment, uh, then you can have a birth. Because there's a birth, there's aging. Because there's aging, there's a sick. Because there's sickness, you die. Because there's a death, there's the sufferings. So this is how it depends. In this, uh, goes one way of depending, one way of arising. And that rising can also be reversed. If there's no ignorance, there's no creation. It, does, it also goes completely opposite direction. It can reverse. So the idea, when we talk about a negative, negativity, transforming into positive, it is not that when you bring a negative thing and then put it in the sort of a colored side. I don't think it functions that way. So the negativity transforming, it is in this manner. How it is created in and then reversing the process. And that's nothing new. Buddha presented that 2,500 years before. The mankind has known this for 2,500 years ago. But nobody had to research it like the, we do in scientific research. So that is the basic. Then we can talk about particular negative, like, you know, anger, attachment. 
what is the direct opponent, how we reverse, and all this and that, we can talk. These are easy way to talk and easy way to understand. The basic principle, what we have to do, is this one. First, the fundamental base of being, which is happening on us. That's one. Second, it is reversible or not reversible, it's a dependent arising. And that's why the idea of emptiness becomes absolutely important. It's also tried to tell you the emptiness is not an empty of nothing. It's you can reveal the emptiness out of the existence. It's really true. That is really what it is. The flower part and the flower helps tremendously to see that yourself. And the water. If there's not a water truth stone, I'm not going to think that, right? I'm going to throw all the, all the dirt out. Oh, what will happen if the dirt all goes out? And then thoughts come up. We knew it. I mean, there's nothing new, right? We all knew it. If there's no dirt, it's going to die. But it's the only matter of acknowledging it. When you're acknowledging it, acknowledging it within our life, how our life functioning, acknowledging that, and that makes a difference. For the total, the reversing of it, the negativity, is the again on the principle of a dependent rise. It is simple and easy to talk, and simple and easy to listen. It is absolutely difficult to talk, and it is absolutely difficult to listen, and it is absolutely difficult to understand. I mean, you can hear it, you can hear the word, you can tell me, I heard you. That's different. I mean, it begins with what you heard about, and then think, and you may be able to see it yourself. And that's how it works. And that's why, then what happens? Then what happens is when you really see the truth, reality, then what all said that then when you see the truth, you're not going to create any more karma to be able to continue in this continuation of life. One who cuts the cross with attachment have no rebirth. That's what happens, how it will reverse. When you see the truth, you will not create another karma to be continued in the samsara. That's what, what Buddhists call samsara. When there's no attachment, no rebirth. So the attachment is normally is a glue for samsara. The samsara's glue is attachment. Doesn't matter whoever, whatever it is, attachment. 
ਇਹ ਗਲੂਸ ਸੰਸਾਰਾ ਸਲਵ ਅਟੈਚਮੈਂਟ ਅਟੈਚਮੈਂਟ ਫਾਰ ਫੋਮ ਸਾਊਂਡ ਟੱਚ ਸਮੈਲ ਟੇਸਟ ਫੀਲਿੰਗ ਆਮ ਨਾਟ ਸੇਇੰਗ ਥੈਟਸ ਬੈਡ ਸੋ ਵੈਨ ਥਿਸ ਕੰਟਰਮਨੇਟਡ ਅਟੈਚਮੈਂਟ ਫਾਰ ਟੱਚ feelings all this when you be able to stop that then this opportunity comes the opening comes for uncontaminated feeling uncontaminated all of this six senses and then is this the really true point of switching the negative into positive so when that condition when that condition comes when that rights then everything whatever you do is right it's unfortunate that is a hell of a job but at that time whatever is happening then is okay because the basic uncontamination has basic termination right sagya is contaminated right sagwadan java basic the contaminated thing is not going to be uncontaminated right it's called uncontaminated when it become pure is not going to be uncontaminated at all until we'll be able to stop the contaminated attachment so uncontaminated means uncontaminated <laughs> the terminating means sort of you know attachment which causes suffering attachment which really stuck make you stuck in the samsara rather than getting out of it small joy probably you attach for small joy and you get a tremendous suffering uh like the elephant suffers smell this this butterflies suffers because of the light elephant suffers because of the smell the wild animals suffers because of their strong attachment to sound ah poetry a lot of those examples and that art this is the contaminated attachment because it looks nice but uh, then also another example they say uh, the honey on the sharp edge of razor sweet but you will lick it you can cut it so these are the example of contaminated attachment when you get free of that yet you still have joy and then the the lotus which is grown out of mud yet there's no fault of mud so these are the uncontaminated attachment examples i sort of you know really like to say basically transforming the negative into positive is uh, two basic points i have just raised only just to raise not even explain not even talked just to raise 
One, uh, the normal sutra way, the dependent arise, and uh, when there is no cause, there cannot be a result. When there is a cause, there is a result. And all this cause condition level, and uh, by pointing out the problems, negatives or positive, and uh, happy result, all of them are dependently arise. So therefore, you exist this, you do exist that, this grown, that grows, and you don't have this, you don't exist this, this doesn't grow because this doesn't grow. That's one way. And another way, just sort of accidentally came out because of that, what is the contaminated question, is we have this basic Vajrayana way of seeing the negative and the positive with the contamination and not contaminated. Basically, and the two points sort of just, just raised. So that's, if you will look in that and then we will proceed more in that principle, then we pick up like each and individual negativities, negatives like that, like anger or things like that. Whatever, you know, whether you're going to be keeping yourself uh, under the control of lazy or whatever you're going to be, you're going to keep under the control of enthusiasm. Every time when you have to put effort, and that is very difficult, difficult. But uh, effortless cannot be possible to be able to function without putting some effort. And uh, every time, whatever you do, at the beginning point is the most difficult. Even you're, even you're using enthusiasm versus laziness. And effort is the beginning key. But once you have the effort begin to function, and once you get used to it, then you have the effort less functioning. Are you with me? The way you get effortlessly overpowering negativity, such as laziness, is the only way, as far as I know, only way if you will be able to build up with the habitual patterns, if you've been able to work with habit. Example here, whenever, wherever, whatever excuse we can get, we would like to use that and stay lazy. We always do that. This is our habit. We don't have to learn how to do it. We automatically, with or without realizing, try to find any excuse, wherever, whatever, whenever you can get it, you'll use it. The first opportunity will grab. It is effortless that we do. Because it's our habit. So now in order to reverse that, you have to put a lot of efforts. A lot of efforts. You know, pushing yourself. We're almost using the tired donkey pushing towards uphill path. So sort of all that manner, we always push through. And once you begin to, it is the struggle that is really true, whether it is spiritual 
or economics or whatever it is, you have to stack up. That's really true. I don't think you'll find money way out. So the precedent really, that is the thing. And once you'll be able to use it and begin to change the habit, and after a little while, we can become as good as we are good now for negative. As good as we are. I think we are quite a good example of uh, to be able to make best use of laziness. And uh, when you be- begin to change the habit, and uh, we can become a best example how to be the enthusiast. So the enthusiasm is totally against it, direct opponent of laziness. The laziness is also divided into three, actually. Basically, it's divided into three different ways. Uh, one of them is saying underestimating yourself. One of them is definitely underestimating ourselves, saying that person like me, I can do nothing. I'm not capable. I'm not. I'll blow it. I cannot do it. I'm capable. I had the opportunity, but I couldn't do it. And all these are one kind of laziness. And this laziness of that attitude can only overcome by telling yourself you're capable. You can do it. You make a difference. With our own experience, we'll tell you you can do it. We definitely know you do it. So you may not succeed. I have an example today. I have some kind of stop. It doesn't work today. And normally I try to find somebody like Steve or, or somebody, you know. Somebody said, find out what's wrong. So I don't touch it. So today somehow I said, I can't do it. So I took it out of tools and took all this pump completely into parts. And every single piece in that pump completely into parts. You know, like five or six different little pieces completely into parts. I borrow it through and I'm making sure everything is going through right. And I put it back. And when I'm putting it back, Kathy keeps on calling me, trailing something. So I put it the wrong thing. If something is the wrong thing, it's supposed to go underneath my over. <laughs> and I try to fit them, doesn't fit. <laughs> because I'm not a concentrated, I'm listening to Kathy. See? <laughs> I'm not blaming you, really. <laughs> but then I knew what I did wrong. I took it out and fit it back. And it fits back perfectly. I've been able to, to make it perfect. But doesn't work. <laughs> and so I still don't know what it is. But I've been able to take every pump, every single little screw with the little springs and little rubbers inside, every single thing can took it apart and put them back. I can't do it. <laughs> that is an example. But it works or not different, right? <laughs> so normally I won't even touch it. I used to do it. And then somebody else does it. That I always think that people know better. Why should I do it? That people know better. Let them do they know better. <laughs> so, but if they, if they are not there, if you really have to have it, you, you can do that too. And um, even doesn't work. 
doesn't matter, I can take them all apart and put them back. So if I keep on thinking is I'm incapable of doing it and my hands are too bad or whatever it is, you know, too old or whatever, if I keep on thinking that way, I'll never be able to take that part. And even I take them back, and the laziness came, aura came and started talking to me. So I sort of don't feel like putting them back a little for a little while. And at the end, I said, I can't leave it like that. I went back and put them back and put back. So like that. So laziness is also very simple. If you keep on thinking, you are incapable of doing it. When you're doing it, you'll never be able to do it. Never be able to do it. Because you make yourself incapable, though you are capable. You make yourself incapable. That doesn't mean you can jump from the roof. <laughs> or, you know, something beyond limit you cannot do it. But within limit, when you do it, you can do it. And then the second comes, then the tomorrow business. Okay, I can't do it today. I can't, can't put the pumps together. I'll let it be there tonight and tomorrow I'll put them together. So if I leave that for tomorrow, that tomorrow could be two months later even. So th that is another part of laziness. We say, I will do it, but later. But later. The bills, I'm not sure how you'll be able to function. I have this problem. The bills comes in, right, every month, and you look at it, there's 30 days. <laughs> so, right? So, okay, you put them back, and you don't want to pay them just now, or leave them aside. And then you forget completely, or you say, and then tell the call you, say, it's overdue, what you going <laughs> What is the reason why? Is that overlook, or what is it? Tell the tell you that. It goes through. Sort of tomorrow. So, so that is another pushing it away. It is so important to see. I mean, the bills and these things are example, right? But it's important is the, whatever we want to achieve, the spiritual or non-spiritual, doesn't matter. The important really lies here, do it now. You never know when you do it again, if you don't do it. Do it now. So never depend on the tomorrow. That is another thing. Another kind of laziness, overcoming that. Then, and then you make yourself, another is you make yourself busy. Completely, what you're supposed to do is you don't do it. But you try to find out something else where some excuse why you don't, can't do that. You know what I mean? If you're supposed to do something, maybe very important for you, but you find a hundred different excuses, making yourself busy not to do that. Writing your papers, or whatever it is, making yourself absolutely busy for something totally unrelated, make that very important issue. And um, we are capable of doing that. We can, we can always do it, we do it. So then you, if you watch that very carefully, it is a part of our laziness of don't, doesn't want to do that thing, it manifested in different things. And these are the three kinds of laziness. All of them can overcome by enthusiasm. Whatever it may require. Yes, I can make a difference. I can do it. I have to do now. 
And that's not my priority. Choose the right priority. And telling yourself, this is more important. That's not important. These are the three kinds of diligence which can overcome three kinds of laziness. It is very simple. Thank you. And good night.